What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring. It's Friday, November 19th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. COVID disruptions to classrooms continue to happen across the country, but many schools are turning to testing over quarantine to keep kids in class. Test to Stay programs are screening students regularly after exposure to known cases rather than sending them straight home. This allows them to remain in class while they continue to test negative. Sabrina Siddiqui, White House reporter at the Wall Street Journal joins us for how schools are finding ways to keep kids in classrooms. Thanks for joining us, Sabrina. Thanks for having me. I want to talk about an interesting thing that's going on in schools when it comes to COVID right now. Obviously, we've seen all the ups and downs and implementation of plans and how it's been a really rocky time for schools. I think this is the third academic year that we've been kind of getting these COVID-19 disruptions But one of the things that's been coming up that a lot of uh, places are having some success with is test to stay. So basically before, if somebody was exposed to somebody that might have had COVID, everybody, all the students had to go home. They had a quarantine for a period of time, all that. Now some schools are doing daily testing, maybe every other day. And if you're testing negative, you get to stay in school. And uh, it's kind of easing up all the disruptions that are happening at least. So Sabrina, tell us a little bit more about this. As you point out, it's been really difficult for schools to grapple with the impact of the coronavirus pandemic. A lot of schools across the country did not even fully reopen until this fall, a couple months ago. So many schools have actually been closed for a year and a half. And those schools that have opened, whether prior to this particular academic year or during, have still grappled with how do we test kids? How do we keep them safe? 
And more importantly, how do we avoid continued disruptions? And so test to stay is effectively, as you said, a way to shorten quarantine periods for students who have not actually tested positive for coronavirus, but simply been exposed to someone in school who tested positive. And as you said, what a lot of schools earlier were doing was abiding by these guidelines where students just had to quarantine for anywhere from seven to 10 days simply because they had been exposed. Whereas now this is giving students the option to stay in school if they've been exposed so long as they test daily or regularly and test negative. And I think some teachers in school districts we've talked to just say it's prevented continued disruptions. It's, you know, quarantines have been really traumatic for parents, students, teachers alike. So it's giving kids a chance to stay in the classroom. Which is so important, right? I mean, everybody agrees that having kids in the classroom is of the utmost importance with all of this. And as we mentioned before that, right? So if you were exposed... Students were sent home. They could return after seven days if they tested negative on day five, or they'd have to do a full 10 days if they weren't going to get tested at all. So huge disruption on that front. And then, you know, doing the remote learning just added complexities to all of that. And as you mentioned, too, you know, a lot of these schools were barely implementing new programs. So even something like Test to Stay has been rolled out unevenly across school boards and school districts. It's interesting because you have sort of mixed views among school districts about what they want to see from the federal government in terms of guidance. The CDC obviously does have guidance for schools, and so far they have not formally endorsed tests to stay. They've kept with the previous guidance you were talking about that if students are exposed, they should quarantine for seven to 10 days. They could test out sooner on day five. But, you know, as they said that you know, local school districts can make certain decisions, of course, uh, on their own. Now, you have some people who say they wish that test to stay would be endorsed by the CDC because it would limit quarantine periods and also it would create a federal standard. But having said that, there are other schools that say the school districts are dealing with very localized populations, different problems, different challenges, different sets of resources. Some of them can afford to do this testing daily or regularly. Other school districts are really hamstrung when it comes to resources, and they might not have the funding in place to be testing kids on a daily basis. So some people say they're actually happy that the federal government has stayed out of their business and they'd rather do what works for them. But I think what you're finding is even a year and a half into the pandemic, and as you point out, the third consecutive academic year where we're dealing with the backdrop of coronavirus, it's just been very uneven across the country. And a lot of school districts are just trying to essentially make it up as they go along. Now, we've seen a lot of pushback and back and forth when it comes to parents and their views on what should be happening in the schools. Have there been any reaction to at least this? Because obviously you, you can keep the kids in school longer. That's all great. But now you add this layer of now you have to test daily or every other day. Has there been any reaction or pushback from parents? You know, I talked to some parents who are very supportive of it because their children were just so tired of staying home. And the parents were struggling with having to have their kids at home because, you know, a lot of people are also back at work. Some of the flexibility that was there in the pandemic isn't there for everyone. And it's just disruptive. Now, at the same time, when I talked to the school district, one of one or two of the school districts, they are still dealing with, even with something like test to stay, differing views around testing. You know, there are still a lot of parents who don't like any of these COVID protocols and don't want to have to test their kids. They may not want to test them at all, let alone on a regular basis. And then it's also logistically complicated sometimes to receive a call at night saying, hey, your kid was a close contact. If you wanted to test this day, come in tomorrow morning at seven, you know, and have your kid tested and do that for the next five days or seven days on a daily basis. That means parents have to adjust their work schedules. And, you know, there's a commuting factor, putting your kid through a test every day. So, you know, it's kind of mixed, I would say. But I do think more broadly, what you're hearing from 
the majority of parents is that they want their kids to be in school and they want their kids to be learning in person and they want to do that however is possible and as safely as possible. I think the one question mark I would point out is there's not enough data, and this is why the CDC hasn't formally endorsed it, there's just not enough data yet to know if like, test to stay is potentially causing more outbreaks at schools. So far, there hasn't been any definitive example where test to stay has been linked to a major outbreak. But of course, you know, there is a potential for false negatives. Right. They're using rapid tests for this program primarily. So that's one question mark. And, and what we'll see down the road is if the data supports that this is in fact as safe and as effective as, you know, the model that had been in place prior with the longer quarantine periods. There is a little bit of data though that suggests that it has saved school days so far this year for some students that would have otherwise been quarantined. I think out of Massachusetts, we got some numbers. Yeah, so in Massachusetts, test to say has saved 85,000 school days this year for students who would have otherwise been in quarantine, according to the state's Department of Education, which put out a report. I think over there, there are about 2,200 schools that have signed up for testing programs, which include test to say. They're not all test to say, but, you know, it also did. It requires some resources from the state to stand up that program. So Governor Charlie Baker, who's a Republican, you know, he had to activate the National Guard to go in and help with COVID-19 testing in K-12 schools because there weren't enough staff members there to conduct those tests. So there's a resources question, I think, for a lot of places, whether or not they can stand up a program like Test to Stay. But it is without question saving school days. I mean, there was one parent I talked to for a nine-year-old in uh, Marietta City Schools in Georgia and you know, she's in third grade and you know, she was a close contact and the prospect of being home for another 10 days, up to 10 days, was really daunting for a kid who's already been home for a greater part of the school year during COVID. So she was able to actually do test to stay and stay in class and all those tests came out negative. And her father was saying it's just important to get that social interaction right now and to also have consistency for kids who've actually suffered a great deal of learning loss. You know, there's a lot of studies showing the loss of learning over time because of COVID. And that's something that kids across the country are going to be making up for months and years to come. Sabrina Siddiqui, White House reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.